Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this episode, we're going to talk about creating awesome events for the HR community. And our guest is Martin Fretwell, CEO and founder at Frylight and producer of a CHRO virtual summit called the HR Voice Summit happening on May 19th, which is designed to share inspirational stories of how HR leaders have had massive impacts. Martin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. The honor is mine, sir. Briefly, Martin, tell me a little bit about your your background and how you got into the HR space. So, I, well, I've been doing events and producing events for a number of years, and it, it must have been around about five years ago when I, I kind of saw the statistic. I, I'm pretty sure it was the Gallup statistic. So I've always been interested in kind of mental and emotional wellness. And I saw the statistic that was around U.S. companies spending about $300 billion every year on stress-related illness. And I was like, $300 billion just on stress sounded absolutely insane to me. And that's things like absenteeism and, and productivity as well. But I saw like the HR function as the answer to that problem, that conundrum, because I think if we strip back a lot of the excess, HR as a function has the power to impact more people's lives than any other function. And it's like their sole mission is to kind of make sure that employees are going into work happy and engaged rather than fearful and worried. So I kind of asked myself, okay, well, what skill sets do I have to help support the HR community? And then that kind of just naturally connected HR with events to try and support them in whatever way I could through the creation of events and experiences. Tell, tell me now a little bit about the the inspiration specifically around the, the HR Voice Virtual Summit. And um, what's going to be the format? You've got, what, like 20, 20 plus HR leaders, like really senior folk from, from medium and large size organizations chatting. Um, and you and I, before we started recording this, you, you mentioned, for example, that some of the some of the sessions they're going to be presenting are quite personal. And maybe maybe they're going to be opening themselves up more than than folk would see in, in other online or in-person events. Just just walk us through what, what attendees can expect. Naturally, I, I, I take a look, uh, look at a lot of other kind of conferences and events. It, it just seemed like a running theme in terms of like interacting with HR practitioners, also seeing the content and events. And it seemed very impersonal. It seemed very passive uh, in terms of the content and the way people would speak. You know, I would go to networking events and you would hear a HR practitioner say, we're working on this or our organization is working on that. Rarely would people come and say, I, right? And I think the natural empathy that comes with a lot of HR practitioners means that they often put everyone else before themselves. And like, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that you can't pour from an empty cup, right? You can't help someone with their oxygen mask when you can't breathe yourself. And I love this idea that if you can fill your own cup first and, and make sure that you are well, then you can lead others from a position of being your best self. 
So I kind of wanted to flip the script with the summit. So instead of covering topics like the future of work, and there's nothing wrong with that topic, but I felt no point in just repeating that. So I wanted to tell the stories of how some amazing HR leaders are putting themselves first. They're filling their own cup. They're kind of creating morning rituals and routines and digesting certain content that means they're able to lead from their best self and have more impact and have better careers in doing so. So them being happy themselves rubs off on the happiness then of others. So I'd like to give an example, if I may. Um, And she doesn't mind me saying this, thankfully. She's very open about her story. Her name is Nessa Johnson uh, from Edelman. And she talks about how, I think it was the end of 2018, she's five foot one and 300 pounds. And now kind of mid 2020, she's still five foot one. We can't change that and we don't want to, but she's now over 120 pounds lighter. And she talks about how, what that has meant for her, her confidence, her daily energy levels, her networking, her ability to lead and the impact that she's having because she put herself first. And it's just a summit around those stories. Briefly, tell, tell us about the, the challenges of going out there and building such an awesome lineup. Um, again, listeners, uh, before before we start recording today, Martin and I were talking a little bit about this. And uh, I, I, I know from personal experience, there's a lot that goes into organizing large-scale events, right? And you've got so many speakers. I'm guessing that you had to send out lots of different messages to, to try and get some really senior folk involved what's what's the pitch what's what's the message there why why did did they why does that they decide to get involved it was very much just a matter of kind of conveying my purpose in creating the summit and then finding people willing to share their voice in doing so um so it meant a lot of no's right it meant a lot of people saying you know they were too busy they couldn't do it or they have other projects going or their other other demands on their time and that is absolutely totally fine but i think what the people that have gotten involved and and shared their story i think they've actually seen a lot of kind of value in it for themselves because i've seen this in myself and i think they would probably say something similar is the more that you can kind of talk about your story the more you can own your story in all of its good and all of its bad then you you really start to take ownership of yourself. And that means more for kind of having your voice within an organization. The more that you can understand yourself, your values, your story, the better you can portray it in all aspects of life, including work. And what's the differentiator, Martin, uh, between between uh, Firelight and the HR Voice Summit and say, oh, I don't know, um, I'm, I'm one of the co-organizers of... Uh, one of the disrupt HR chapters. Um, oh, you are! I'm, That's amazing. Yeah, I've yeah, and um, a lot of just, respect just, for disrupt HR and everything they do. Absolutely, I, I've I've been lucky to previously interview uh, Gemma McClure, for example, from Disrupt HR. Later on today, as we record this particular interview, I'm I'm speaking at a hacking HR event. And those guys mm-hmm. are everywhere. What 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 are, what what some of the key differentiators between uh, what you guys are doing and and some of the others out there? It's a good question. I would probably say. Uh, one is is that I've covered, right? It, it's that idea of personal stories. Um, I was told, you know, I, I had this ironic uh, piece of advice given to me a few years ago, and it was share your story, not your advice. 
and it's really resonated with me. So that is what I would say as one, but I've just covered that. The second is that, um, and I don't know whether this is super unique, but I was very conscious of this when I created it was the, particularly now, though it was before anyway, the demands on the time of HR professionals is, is intense, right? And, and the one thing I didn't want to do is ask any, any of my audience, any HR practitioners to take time out of their diary to come to a summit, right? So instead of having timed live discussions, I've been recording all of these interviews and discussions for the past four or five months. And on May 19th, they all go live and they're available to consume for a full 72 hours completely for free. And they're designed in such a way for passive consumption, right? So you don't need to like get a get a notepad out and give it your full 100% attention. It's actually designed for passive consumption. So you can digest it on any advice when you're running, when you go for the gym, when you're cooking dinner, when you're answering emails. The idea is that you can have it as that feeding mechanism whilst you're doing other things. And it was a very kind of conscious design element in the in the build of the summit. I'm not sure if it's super unique or anything like that, but it is a like a key point, I think. Oh, okay. So that's really interesting. So these are these are pre-recorded sessions. That's yes. Right? Yes, indeed. Okay. Um, so uh, the events that I'm involved with, they, they they tend to be live, and mm. everything's switched, as we know, in the last couple of months as we record this uh, middle of middle of May, and uh, a lot of the content that we're now talking about, um, you know, my, my, everything in the can, Martin, pretty much has been thrown out the window because of, because of COVID. <laughs> Um, because it's the main thing that everybody wants to know about right now, of course, and how they can deal with that. How can they adjust their people processes and so on and so forth? Uh, what's the challenge there in terms of ensuring that the content presented for the, for this session is, is is still relevant, is is still is still on point with with those main concerns at the moment in terms of what's going on? I did kind of think about this, and I did add a couple of talks because obviously I you know I started the entire project pre COVID. Um, so it was always a virtual summit, and it's not a summit that has pivoted from a physical event. So it's always designed to be virtual. And I did add a couple of discussions and make a few adjustments. For example, now any um, – so it's free to consume, but people can choose to buy the content as an all-access pass plus bonuses. Right? And now all of the profits for that are now going to the COVID-19 response fund. But when it comes to like the overall content strategy – I don't think a lot has really changed in terms, you know, mechanically and tactically tons have changed, right? The day-to-day -day practices that um, how organizations are just are huge, but that idea of personal growth and personal development and putting yourself first for your own ability to lead and your own mental and emotional wellness, that part hasn't really changed. So the actual message of the summit, the core message of the summit is still exactly the same. So when I actually kind of reviewed it and think, do I need to make any kind of adjustments for the current situation? I, you know, I health checked all of the discussions that we we're having and I was like, you know what, they, they're all still extremely relevant. And if I decided to 
pivot any of the content to be COVID related, it would end up just as like a, almost like a branding thing, right? Because you've got to have COVID on everything right now just to get, just to cut through. And I decided to not, not do that and keep the core message of the summit. We're about to wrap up this particular interview before we do mm. um just just very briefly in 30 seconds or less martin uh what, what happens after the summit for attendees oh really good question so 30 seconds or less um the the idea behind the summit is to launch into a online networking platform for hr professionals again with the same motivation in mind so the content can continue the interviews can continue the the stories and the voices can continue but also kind of networking elements done online to be able to share our stories in a, in a private setting as well. And it's a no holes barred networking idea. So if someone wants to come to one of the talks and talk about how they're really struggling, that is totally fine. It's very much designed for people to come and own their voice and network with like-minded professionals who understand their journey. How can our listeners find out and sign up for the event? Of course, what's the oh, URL really there? Question. And also, it's pretty important. <laughs> to wrap up with. And, and um, also, Martin, how, how can they connect with you? Uh, the the summit is, like I said, it's free to watch, and I really want to push the free thing because the sales is is very much a secondary idea now. Just I just would love people to register for free and just watch one of the videos. Right, it might be the video that makes a difference. Um, and the registration for that is at www.hrvoicesummit.com. And you can see all the speakers. I am personally very open for connecting on LinkedIn. And I've got to check my own profile. I think it's Martin Firelight. So linkedin.com slash Martin Firelight. But my full name is Martin Fretwell. And there aren't too many of me. I'm pretty easy to find. Yeah, and I should just add the other reason why we are chatting today is because on your LinkedIn profile, you've got a pretty badass cap going on. And I thought, well, yeah, this guy's pretty cool. I have. So we should I have. Totally that, have is, that, is, that is covering up the bald head. That's what that's doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Martin, that, that just leads me to say for today, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you, Bill. Been a pleasure. And listeners, until next time, stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.